Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. And we are recording. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are recording this live Friday, April 16th, and we are very excited to be recording our first first video session, even though it's through Zoom. Uh, my name is Tanaz Norian, and I am not only an admission counselor, I am also alum of the School of Communication. Today, Jasmine, one of our alum who graduated in 2019, will be joining us to talk about her experience at Chapman and specifically in the School of Communication. Jasmine, I'm so happy to have you here with me today. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, when you graduated, we are so excited to have you. No, thank you so much for asking me to come on. I really, I'm, whenever you guys are like, Jazz, you want to talk about your Chapman? I'm like, yeah, because Chapman is a blessed experience. So my name is Jasmine Lee. I'm from Fullerton, California, which is a whole whopping, like, what, 10, 15 minutes away from Chapman. So I'm an Orange County girl. I graduated class of 2019 with my degree in communication studies. And now I'm currently the director of collaborations for B Street Shoes and Boulevard Custom. And basically what we we do here is we customize and personalize a one-on-one -on -one experience for people that want one-of-a-kind shoes. That's so awesome. So before I take you kind of on this time machine and bring you back to your experience at Chapman, tell us a little <laughs> bit about B Street Shoes. How did you get there? Tell us a little bit about the projects you work on and your roles there. In order to graduate, from the School of Comm, you have to have an internship degree. You have to have an internship credit. And I was like, oh my God, I gotta get an internship in order to graduate. I distinctly remember I was hella stressed. It was like spring semester finals week. I was not studying. I was eating my quesadilla from Qdoba in AF. And I was just like scrolling on Instagram. And I was like, okay, if I'm not gonna study, let me at least be somewhat productive. So every Instagram account that I followed if they had a p.o box if they had a phone number if they had an email if they had an address i you know you sometimes you just gotta shoot your shot and slide into their dm so i coat called over 50 companies in an hour i just I, you know i just sent them respectively professionally and respectively i slid into their dms i would just email them send them my resume saying like hey i'm a college student looking for an internship this is my resume, like, let me know if there's any way that I can um, offer you and your team something for, like, you know, an internship, and, like, a lot of them, like, even just getting back to me saying, like, we've never even thought about having an intern, like, blah, 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 like, that stuff was really nice just to get that kind of feedback, but that summer, I ended up taking two internships. I did a sales and retail internship for a salon in downtown Fullerton, and then I also took, um, content creation e-commerce internship here at b street shoes so that's how i started it that summer and i had such an incredible experience the ceo and founder of b street shoes blake bearish um he actually when he responded to my email he's like hey listen i'm leaving the country in two days i'm not going to be back for a month but email me back 
on July 14th, and, you know, we'll, like, reconnect. And I was like, dang, this guy really trying to blow me off like that. Like, oh, my goodness. But when July 14th came around, I was like, bet I'm going to be in your email again, Blake. And then he was like, no, come by. Um, come by the studio, which is located in, in um, South Costa Mesa, California. And, um, I, you know, you, you go in with your cute little blazer and your resume, like, ready to do an interview. And after him and I just sat down and talked, he was like, okay, like, when do you want to get started? And I was like... Oh, wait, like, I didn't bring my laptop, I didn't bring a notebook, I just thought it was, like, gonna be an interview, but so that's how I started at B Street Shoes, and so I went from intern to PR and marketing manager, and the day after my graduation, Blake offered me the promotion to director of collaborations, so that's how I, that's how I got here now, and B Street Shoes, we have done custom orders from everyone from that weird sneaker kid that lives next door to this is our fourth year working with the um, LA Chargers. We do custom cleats for their My Cause My Cleats campaign where their uniform restrictions are lifted for I think about two to three weeks um, in like the fall or winter area so that each athlete is partnered with a charity or foundation that personally means a lot to them and we um, incorporate their own personal story as well as the charity and foundation on the cleats that they're allowed to wear during NFL games. We've also, um, we've, I've, we've partnered with HBO. We did a custom roller skate parties. So I went out to Atlanta, Philly, Houston, and New York to do those type of parties. I've done shoes for Halsey and Bryson Tiller and Bruno Mars. And actually one of my clients right now, he's not as famous, but he's like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's party card. <laughs> he's like a really big cyclist. So like he's like, hey Jazz, like can you like customize my cycling shoes? I was like, anyway, sorry, side story. So like it's super incredible to work with people that are just passionate about art and passionate about shoes, but also to work on campaigns such as My Cause My Cleats for such great organizations and charities. And I think yeah, we sell like high-end luxury shoes, but being able to incorporate someone's personal story onto a wearable piece of art that they could be like proud to walk around in and like start conversations is like the best part of my job. Right. That's awesome. It seems not only philanthropic, but also fulfilling. And I'm really excited that that's what you're doing right now. Um, Thank you. Can you show the audience some of the shoes that you oh, worked yes. on since we're doing our first live video i think it'd be awesome yeah. to see okay so this one this you know one of them like hype beast situations but it's a jordan with the louis vuitton those are so know, cool print and the supreme and here's the thing one thing we pride ourselves in all of our shoes we buy authentic and real whether it be from the actual retailer like nike or adidas or we get them from brands such as StockX and go that like authenticate and verify everything we don't do fake stuff here we don't got time for that <laughs> so then we also have these like super dope like adidas with like awesome dragon fire breathing lava moments and stuff and then we also have this shoe that I really love. This was a specific artist collaboration with an independent artist from Irvine named Tracy Sugo. And because she loved marine life and she like really loves whales, we put her artwork on shoes and we were able to sell it while not only, you know, like supporting her as an independent artist, but we were also able to use the 
money and funds from that collaboration to donate to marine life and ocean conservation. So we've worked with a lot of independent artists around the world to do collaborative collections and they get to choose whatever um, charity or organization that they want to donate their profits to. And we're very um, blessed and privileged to be able to um, provide like that kind of service as well as product that people would be interested in to raise awareness and donations to um, organizations that need it. That's awesome. Definitely check it out, you guys. B Street Shoes. So Jasmine, I'm going to kind of take you into a time machine and we're going to go back to freshman year when you just started at Chapman. So Getting the vibe. <laughs> did you start in the School of Communication or did you come in as a different major? So I remember when I was filling out my chaplain application, I actually, I was like, I want to go into PR. Like, that's what I want to do. And when I was filling out the chaplain application, you know, they're like, oh, pick your major. And like communication mm-hmm. was there. I was like, okay, I'll just major in communication since I want to go into PR. Well, it was an alphabetical order. And I you know Chapman offered a PR major because that's at the bottom. And C for communication came first. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, so I started off as a comm major with the intentions of eventually doing PR, not like the major, but doing public relations, like, you know, in the career realm, in the career path, yeah. eventually. Um, so I came in as a comm major, and then later on I chose, I think it was like world religions as my cluster it wasn't by choice it was the those were the classes that were regularly available because i had a bad registration date but that actually ended up being a really really interesting um choice that you could totally ask me about later but i don't regret learning about international um religions not relations international religions because i think it honestly helped me not only be a better, you know, be a better person, but also it, it has helped me a lot in this job as well. Definitely check it out if you guys are interested. International religions. Um, so what are some of the highlights of your undergraduate career uh, at Chapman? Was it maybe athletics, uh, friends, Greek life? Tell us a little bit about your involvement and some of those highlights. So I actually... You know, I'm a California girl. I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. I just, you know, happy and blessed to be here. And I had no intentions of studying abroad because I was like, that's expensive. But I actually ended up studying abroad the, se- the, sem- the summer after my freshman year. I went to Taiwan and I was like, what am I doing here? I went to Taiwan to finish my foreign language GE because I took Chinese, um, Chinese 101 and then Chinese 102 my um fall and spring semesters and then and then i was like i just need to get the 201 credit so i can stop it chinese is hard you guys i am chinese i know the more spanish than chinese but so i was like this is an opportunity that i could take to study abroad because i've never been to this country before i've never traveled alone before so i was like okay let's do it why not that was like one of the most incredible experiences in my life i did it and i learned so much about just like understanding other people and being like, especially, you know, as a strong independent woman of color, being able to do things on your own and feel confident and comfortable about it. That's what really added to my um, studying abroad experience. I absolutely loved it. 
And then on top of that, actually, after freshman year, I was living on the dorms, probably Sodaro support. Um, I went back home and I started commuting. So I commuted from Fullerton my sophomore, junior, and senior year. And actually, my sophomore year, I began working two part-time jobs. So I was going to school full-time as well as working two part-time jobs, part-time um, at B Street. And then I was also a high school swim coach for a local high school back in Fullerton, Troy. So I, I was driving a lot. I was hella, hella throwing down on gas, <laughs> gas money. But um, so being able to balance being a full-time student, driving between two jobs, um, while also trying to be as present active on campus necessarily wasn't the easiest thing but it was because of my professors I was still able to be present and active on campus especially um Dr. Weber she's the reason why I was able to like help Chapman a lot she would ask me to do like student panels like internship panels for days such as like Panther for a day like Discover Chapman day or the parent summit and all that stuff I was able to be um, active and still give back to my community but I would have to say studying abroad trust me I was the girl that was like that's expensive I don't need to do it the great part about Chapman is the first time you study abroad you can waive the credit fees so I only had to pay for like the travel expenses which helped a lot and I think like not a lot of schools let alone private schools in general do that so the fact that Chapman's able to offer that to encourage students to um do study abroad options is like super awesome and because of my professors like having like interpersonal relationships with my professors in specifically the school of calm that I've built is really what also kept me super engaged with the Chapman life on campus despite commuting from home while also working two part-time jobs and being a full-time student. Right. Well, I'm happy you had that first-year experience in the dorms. Oh, yeah, I totally. Think, I think yeah. that's super important and an mm-hmm. awesome transition into that four-year experience. But couldn't agree more. Dr. Weber is such an amazing resource in the School of Calm. She's I love her so much. So amazing. So tell us a little bit more about the faculty within the, student, uh, the School of Calm. Do you have any favorite classes that you took during those four years? Tell us a little bit about that. So actually, when I was choosing colleges, I knew that I did definitely want to go to a smaller school. And I think staff to student ratio was very, very important to me because I wasn't always that great at school, you guys. I graduated somehow. But um, I really needed like the like motivation and encouragement, not only from like, you know, the teacher, but even like just my peers around me. And I felt that exponentially increased every single year in class that I was at Chapman specifically with with the school of communication like I always tell people like if you're the kid that wants to sit in the corner and like just do your own thing and like kind of like be invisible the Chapman is not the school for you Mm -hmm. because um the professors make such an effort to like get to know every single individual student not saying like they're gonna nag you or like micromanage you we don't want none of that But because they make such an effort to know you and everything, and because School of Calm, a lot of the classes, like, intersect, like, you get, like, repeat professors, or you'll have classes with students that you met last semester, which is super dope. And I think being in such a tight-knit environment, it's it's super easy to find that very um, 
encouraging and nurturing team that sometimes we all need a little bit of you know I think classes specific my favorite classes were conflict power and negotiation by professor michael ross love michael ross that class oh oh my god don't you love him oh my god he makes me cry all the time he's hilarious michael ross is such an incredible professor like he brings such real life um examples and ideas and experiences to the classroom and he always made me so excited to come to class and i had like 8 p.m three hour classes with him like back to back but that class taught me how to be confident and know my self-worth which again being a small asian woman of color is sometimes hard to do especially in the industry that i work in in the hype be sneaker industry it is sometimes very male dominant but when you are so when when like you know when you're confident in your product and you know the quality of your service and you trust your team that's like those are the things that help you um impress the client or impress your business partners and things like that is what I learned specifically in conflict power and negotiation because people are like, people always say like oh I don't like conflict like I try to stay away from arguments and I was like dude I love conflict I don't I don't love conflict but I understand the value of engaging in conflict because ta- having open discussions is what gets us closer to finding a solution in any case scenario whether it be like you know life-changing political government issues or like when my co-workers and I can't agree on what to have for lunch you know so like stuff like that I think that's what I took a lot from conflict power and negotiation with Michael Ross um that class was absolutely incredible another one was gender calm taught by Dr. Arlene Bejarano which was like such a mind-blowing class understanding the not not, it's not just about like fluidity of gender or like the scale but understanding how the reason why people react to something say to something or feel a certain way because of the gender they identify as or because of how our social communities put certain expectations on various genders how can we take that information and use that to be effective and intentional people, you know? I'm sure you know, one of the most engaging and passionate professors at Chapman, and she's also an incredible academic advisor. She's, like, saved my butt so many times in those class advising sessions. But those classes specifically stood out to me, and they I've learned things that I won't take forever with me um, in the rest of my life. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Arlene Bejarano helped me graduate early. Thankful for Bruh, her. Oh my God. God bless, right? <laughs> I I graduated with a BA in strategic and corporate communication. And I couldn't agree more with everything you said, Jasmine. I mean, I really do feel like the faculty empower you to participate, to be present. It's really important to just not sit in the back, right? And just Mm -hmm. not say anything. It's really important to participate because this is a huge growth period for students. And I'm sure it was for you. So feel free to tell us a little bit more about how your courses and how Chapman helped you grow as a person over those four years. I think specifically being 
a comm major or an S or a SEC strategic and corporate communication major being a part of the school of comm as cheesy and god awful as it sounds it makes you a better person it makes you a more confident a more passionate and a more affluent communicator because you know, like you took SCC, which we, we, we explained what you and I were discussing earlier, I think is a little bit more of like the design and like administrative side of communication where like communication studies is a little more broad in general where you just learn more about people and how they are and why do they react to things the way that they are. I took theories of persuasion with Travis Bartosh and it's not about, you know, how to be manipulative. It's about understanding people's various backgrounds and how to approach the same topic to five different backgrounds you know in order to have them understand where you're coming from why are you in a certain position why are you telling them something that i don't even know where i heard this but a quote that has always stuck with me is don't tell people what to think but give them something to think about. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so powerful. I mean, I could say that because, you know, I did the whole marketing and advertising thing. But I think even in whether it be like um, political situations, financial situations, or um, even like like interpersonal, like friendship situations, like I'm not going to tell you how to feel. I'm not going to tell you what you should be saying or should not be saying. But I'm going to present this information in front of you to the best of my ability and how you feel or interpret that is completely up to you. And I think because of the school of communication that like they just like really advocate for um, advocate for things like that. And it helps you just become a more open minded, but also like introspective human being. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I, I told you, Jasmine, but I. I transferred to Chapman. My first year, I went to a different school. I went to a four-year, and I was a pre-med student, and I went to a bigger school, and it was just tough for me how, how you mentioned you kind of needed that smaller environment. I don't think I was real with myself in high school, and I, I didn't really ha know my strengths just yet. I had always been in a bigger environment. So that was kind of a shock to me. So when I transferred to Chapman, I came in undeclared. And then I found the School of Communication and I found Strategic and Corporate Com Communication. And I couldn't agree more again with all of your sentiments of how you just learn so much in each class. And it doesn't only help you in your profession, but in your everyday lives. So... It changed my life personally, going through the School of Communication, going to Chapman changed my life. It really did. I use communication every single day in my life, especially in the role I play today. But, you know, you're bringing back a lot of memories for me, which are great memories and why, honestly, I cherish the school so much. So thanks for sharing a little bit more about that. Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now, back to Chapman Chats. Um, just to finish it off, do you have any advice for students that are kind of gonna about to transition into the next four years of their life and decide on a university? Let me tell you, dude, it's freaking scary. And it's crazy as heck, and I totally get that. 
and like the feeling you get transitioning from high school to college whether you go to Chapman whether you go anywhere it's scary because you could because you know there's like there's like three people in life there's a person that's like I knew what I've been wanting to do and where I'm gonna go to college since I was five and then there's the people that's like I mean I don't know I'll let you know the universe aside and then there are the people that's like well I'm kind of interested in this but I'm not a hundred percent confident you know and I think um that's the same vibe that people get post-grad you know when you graduate you're like am I gonna get a job after graduation like is this what I want to do and honestly college at Chapman was such it went by so fast it went by incredibly fast not because like I was having a lit time and like I was just powering through work and school but Chapman is really the place for you to figure out what you want and I'll admit like life, it's a 50-50 chance. Like, you're going to meet, like, someone that wants nothing to do with you or you're going to meet the most incredible, open-minded, down-earth people. And I can't say that for every college campus. At Chapman, I've met some of the most incredible people and I wish that I, like, built a closer relationship with them. I've even texted some people, like, before graduation. I was like, hey, like, we had a couple classes together, but I really wish, like, you know, I got to know you more. And then they would, like, invite me to, like, their graduation parties. And then, like, that was, like, an opportunity for us to, like, get closer and, like, bond more. And I think at Chapman, the opportunities that they offer you are nothing compared to what other schools can you know and it's okay to be scared and it's okay not to it's okay to be scared it's okay to like not know what you want to do but as long as you make intentional and purposeful steps forward you can't you can't like you know you can't um hold yourself to like too high of a standard I've a lot of it's crazy to think because it's like mm-hmm. oh like wait students have written papers on me but I've done a lot of informational interviews with Chapman students asking about like my Chapman journey and how did I get to where I am today but a lot of them being like jazz like I don't know what I want to do and I'm like dude that's okay like I didn't know that I was gonna be traveling the country like meeting celebrities and like multi-millionaires for custom shoes either but what uh, if anything if you don't know what you want to do there are there are three things that I could offer internships are hella important internships I say are like dating you know mm-hmm. internships and dating are similar in a sense with, with every internship or date that you go on you realize what you do and you do not want with every internship, it could be the most worst god-awful internship. But after that internship, you learn, I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. ever. Or, I don't like this kind of work environment. Or like, wow, I really loved this boss. And the qualities that this leader had, I want to look for in future employers. And I also want to implement that myself down the line. Um, internships are super important. You got to just shoot your shot sliding to people's emails, DMs, respectively and professionally. That's super important. Because if I did not send out those 50 emails in one day, that one fateful day in um, AF, I would have never been where I am right now, Mm -hmm. you know? Second thing is, I know we're super into, like, being on the phone with the TikTok and the Instagram. I'm personally a big YouTube girl. If we can spend two 
to sometimes eight, if we could spend two to four hours a day on our phone just mindlessly scrolling, we could spend one hour every week learning something new. Mm-hmm. There are resources and platforms like Linda got Linda.com or even Skillshare. We have a company Skillshare account that my boss pays for so that everyone in this company can have access to learn something new, whether it be work-related or not. Mm-hmm. So this quarantine, I learned how to do graphic design on Procreate, which is an app on the iPad, which was like insane because we have never done that. I was not a graphic designer at Chapman, by the way. But so that was super dope. And so even like going on YouTube and like if you want to learn uh, learn a new language, like once a month, while, like, like take and dedicate three to five hours out of that month to learning something new that you're genuinely interested in. If you super like anime, represent, then learn about animation, learn about art style. If you want to learn a new language, like on your commutes to and from work or school, like listen to podcasts or YouTube videos that help you better understand language and practice with enunciation because you know, you're by yourself in your car. So it doesn't matter if you get it right or wrong. But Little things like that, especially for this, this, this is the same advice that I give my um, my interns that are graduating soon. It's okay if you don't know what you want, but again, as long as you are making active steps forward to figure out what you do and do not like, no one can, you know, no one can ding you for that. And I know parents can sometimes be a little, you know, stressful. I had Asian parents, I get it. They can, you know, they're they're not putting pressure on you, but they're just really want to help motivate and encourage you, which every parent should. But as long as you are making, like, even the smallest baby steps forward to find things that you like, which you don't like, that's all that you could do for yourself when, you know, you're waiting to hear back from that college or you're waiting to hear back from that interview for that job application. I believe the third thing was... The resources that Chapman has is absolutely insane in terms of like not even like alumni resources. I haven't even had the time to dive into that, but I know they got super hella resources. The resources that Chapman gives to students for free in terms of helping with resumes, preparing for interviews, like doing mock interviews and connecting you with um, with possible employers is insane because the office of career and professional development man they are bangers over there those guys are insane again great thing about school communication they directly work with the office of career and development to have their advisors from that office come to your class like during class time and talk about the things that they offer so if you're like oh i don't you know i don't feel that comfortable talking in front of people or like oh you know i'm not the great best advocate for myself when it comes to interviews and resumes like that is what they're there for it's absolutely insane the help that they are offering at chapman that's again just one of the crazy things that Chapman has to offer and you know like especially like big universities no shade of big universities my sister's going to one right now but like with a big university like you have to schedule appointment like months in ahead and like all this like weird crazy stuff like I, I mean at Chapman you also like sometimes for specific things you do want to schedule appointment but you build relationships not only with your professors but with your academic advisors and even the career advisors and sometimes if you have a quick question you would just pop in and be like hey can you look over this really quickly? Because I've done that so many times. 
with the Career and Professional Development Center, as well as Andrea Weber. Oh my gosh, there's so many times I just popped into Andrea Weber's office hours. I was like, can we make sure I'm graduating on time? Because I just had a little nightmare last night, but I think that might be my internal insecurities, you know, coming into my brain. But I think the, again, the things that Chapman offers with the Career and Professional Development Center, with the, um, with the interview fairs and the employee fairs that they have at Chapman, it's really dope. And I know of a lot of friends that have gotten their job through Chapman connections and um, networking. And I think because Chapman's so close-knit, like people remember you and they make an everlasting impact on you. And if you know, sell yourself because you should, because you're a 10 out of 10 girl, you a star they will also remember you as well. I remember I moderated an alumni panel and from that alumni panel, this gentleman came up to me and he was like, you were great, I loved you, tell me your story. And I was like, <laughs> I just asked the questions. It was about the alumni, I'm not even there yet. And he ended up being the director of communications for Walt Disney Studios. His name was Ralphie, absolutely wonderful. Him and I are still very close friends to this day. But again, like little things like that, putting yourself out there, not saying that, you know, you gotta be a center of attention all the time, you know? I mean, I'm a Gemini, but that's another story. Putting yourself out there and making conversation is what Chapman's about, and specifically being School of Communication. This is the community that will help advocate that for you. So you, maybe if you're not ready to advocate for yourself yet, these people are going to fight for you, and they are going to support and encourage you as much as possible. College, uh, you know, I could say all these great, amazing things about, you know, Chapman, but with any college experience you are going to get out as much as you put in so you need to like you know show up to your classes get to know your professors they're not that scary but showing like talking to your professors after class just like asking questions like showing interest in certain fields of study i personally was not interested in research because that was you know not my forte it was a little difficult but there i know so many of my friends they got on to research projects because the professor was like, hey, Sarah, I remember you were really good at that research portion of the course. You asked a lot of questions like, are you interested? Because I need some help with one of the research projects that I'm working on. And she got it as like an undergraduate student, which is like absolutely insane. Again, if you're interested in research. But when your professor know what, when your professors know what you're interested in, what you're passionate about, or if they know that you're actively looking and interested in opportunities, they will keep you in mind. Again, if it wasn't for Andrea Weber, I would have never met Ralphie from the Walt Disney Company. If it wasn't for Andrea Weber, I would have never had this opportunity to talk to you and talk to you wonderful listeners or watchers um, visiting us for this podcast. Um, and I think that's just something that Chapman offers that no one else can, is the increasingly available is the increasingly availability of opportunity through the staff as well as the community at Chapman. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to reiterate those three points, not only for the listeners, but for myself too, because I, I found it really powerful. So one, it's okay. It's okay to not know what you want to do, right? It's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be okay. Two, let's 
ease up on the social media and learn something Mm -hmm. new. Let's spend time on learning things that are new. I think that's really powerful too. And three, use your resources. That is so, so important. I can't reiterate that enough. You just streamlined everything I just said. I'm sorry for talking so much. Thank you. No, and here's the thing. I watch YouTube so much and I'm on TikTok. So, I mean, I'm not on TikTok. I'm on Instagram so much because, you know, that's part of my job. I run the Instagram accounts. But again, like if you're on your screen, if you're on your laptop, if you're on your phone, like anyways, like why not just take an hour break? from mindlessly scrolling to intentionally listening or watching or reading something that can add value not only to your life, but to your resume and career down the line, you know? I couldn't agree more. Jasmine, it's been such a pleasure talking to you tonight. I can't thank you enough for your time. (laughs) I I learned so much today, and, and honestly, you just brought me back to such amazing memories And I think you gave amazing insight and advice to our incoming students. You know, hopefully soon we can meet and grab coffee on campus or something. We go to Contra in the circle. Exactly. Get them teas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But thank you so much, Jasmine. I know you probably have to go customize new shoes and and work with these amazing clients that you have. (laughs) But I just do really want to thank you for your time. No, again, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate all the super insightful questions and feedback you added to this conversation. I cannot never not talk of, enough about Chapman and the so much that they have given and provided me to get to where I am today. You've been amazing. So for everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in to Chapman Chats. Feel free to check out our episodes that are coming out within the next few months. But this was a special one right before that May 1st deadline. So thanks for tuning in. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.